Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Trumpton Broadcasting Company, broadcasting live via the medium of modern technology. It's now time for your scheduled show with the Mayor of Trumpton, the Honourable Mike Dix. Nigel Farage has threatened to leave the country after his bank account was closed and six other banks refused him an account. 57 countries have made it clear that they don't accept economic migrants and have already refused him entry. Zach Goldsmith has resigned as the Minister for Something Something Woke Green Stuff after refusing to apologise for his comments about the Privileges Committee report into his chum Boris Johnson. However, Lord Goldsmith blamed his resignation on the fact that it is taking him 13 years to realise that the Tories don't give a shit about the environment. The government should decide who comes to Britain, not criminal gangs, said Rishi Sunak, the leader of a gang who tried to send refugees to Rwanda illegally. In other crime news, the Prime Minister has announced a new workforce plan for the NHS, which he stole from West Streeting. And finally, Thames Water is on the verge of bankruptcy after borrowing billions of pounds and paying billions of pounds out in dividends. A spokesman said, We were so busy, we forgot we were supposed to provide water for people. The taxpayer is expected to bail them out, if there's any water left, that is. And that's the news. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. In today's show, we'll be talking to Rishi Sunak about his new Labour plan for the NHS. Money expert Lewis Martin will join us to give us tips on how to manage our dwindling cash. Our new agony aunt, Suella Braverman, will be helping you with your problems. And then I'll be joined by armchair general Trevor Tankey to talk about the war in Ukraine. I'll be finding out what's happening at the Trumpton Water Company. And finally, I'll be probing Sir Clive Denby about his reprimand from the Privileges Committee. But first... Let's go over to Aidan in the TBC Chopper to find out how many Tory MPs and candidates for Mayor of London are accused of sexual assault this week. 42. Thank you, Aidan. And now this. (laughs) 
It's been a busy week for our Prime Minister this week. Rishi Sunak has been working on a plan for the National Health Service, which hopefully will save it within 25 years. And he's also uh, had a bit of a tough time in the courts and with his own MPs and peers. So let's get Rishi in and find out how his week's going. Hello, Rishi. It's nice to be here. I always enjoy speaking to grown-ups. Well, Rishi, you've had an interesting week this week. Let's start with what happened around Boris Johnson. Do you remember him? I don't like to talk about Boris. No, I'm sorry, Rishi. I must press you on this. Um, Boris Johnson's uh, Partygate revelations and the Privileges Committee report was, um, I guess, really the best way to describe it, slagged off by a number of Tory MPs and peers, all of whom called it a kangaroo court, a witch hunt, etc. And they've been reprimanded by the Privileges Committee, probably quite rightly. What have you done about these rebels within the party? Well, at this moment in time, Mike, I think it's important that, first of all, we hold our nerve about the situations itself. And I'm going to be talking to my colleagues in the Cabinet later on and our allies to actually be able to go through the correct processes. Well, that's not really an answer, is it, Rishi? So um, if I could just push you on this, what are you going to do about these rebels within the party? I told you I'm going to hold your nerve. You need to hold your nerve, Mike. I am the Prime Minister. You should be listening to me. I know I do sound like a prepubescent 12-year-old, but really I have quite a lot of authority and power. So when I say hold your nerve, I mean you should hold your nerve. And by nerve, I mean, you know, obviously in case you get neuralgia, because that's quite painful. Well, speaking of neuralgia and, and medical conditions, this week you've also announced a new Labour plan for the NHS. No, I think you'll find that is in fact a proper Conservative plan that I thought up all by myself. Did you? But West Streeting claims that uh, it's essentially been Labour policy for the last two years. Well, West Streeting's wrong. Right. Uh, Well, your plan then, it involves employing um, doctors and nurses uh, as apprentices. Tell me how that works. Well, basically, I always wanted to be a doctor, but unfortunately it means studying. You can't just buy a doctor thing, because I have done that before but I got into an awful lot of trouble so I wanted to do it so now I can and I'll get the benefit of being paid £25 a week for doing so and you get to hack bodies apart. I, I know, it's going to be great. I like blood. Blood is my favourite thing. And some would say that you're really just an apprentice Prime Minister anyway. I don't think that's fair. I'm a proper Prime Minister. I know because I've seen the letterheads. Finally, Rishi, I, I guess we should check in on your five pledges. How are you doing against those? Oh, they're going really well. In fact, some of them we succeeded in. So I've actually updated them. Really? What What are the new five pledges? Well, we're, number one, we're going to reduce debt. Well, that was already in the five pledges previously. And you haven't done that. It's at 100% of GDP at the moment, which is the highest for 62 years. But we're going to do it better. How are you going to do it better? By holding our nerve. Okay. So what's number two? Number two is we're going to cut NHS waiting lists. Yeah, and that was on the list before, and they've gone up by 60%. But if we hold our nerve, it'll be fine. Okay. And number three? We're going to find the Ark of the Covenant. That's an Indiana Jones film. No, it's quite real. I've seen the documentary. What will you do with the Ark of the Covenant when you find it? I'm going to fulfil my dreams. What are your dreams, Rishi? Becoming a Nazi. So number four? We're going to stop boats. Just stop boats. It used to be small boats. Now you're stopping all boats? No, just in case, because there's problems with specifications. Uh, in which way? Um, Well, if you just say stop boats, how small is small? Because even though I am... quite small I'm actually quite big because I'm a prime minister even though stature wise I am like quite tiny yes kind of almost half a man mummy says it doesn't matter what size it is as long as you can get it to work yes that's what she used to say to your father anyway
And number five? Number five, I think this is the most important one. It's, um, I think we need a full government inquiry, uh, a multi-party inquiry, a full structured um, investigation uh, to explain the popularity of Paddy McGuinness. I think that's probably the best pledge you've come up with so far, Rishi. Um, the entire country will be behind you on that one. Well, thanks very much for that. And now this. The cost of living crisis. What do we do about it? We're all finding it really hard at the moment. Money is pinching. Our accounts are draining by the day. Buying food is an exercise in arranging credit or remortgaging the house. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better despite the best efforts of the bullshit from the government. So our new money expert, Lewis Martin, is here to give us some great advice on how to survive the cost of living crisis. Lewis, welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. It's great to be here. I'm really looking forward to giving some fantastic advice that really helps our listeners. Well, that's great, Lewis, because I I think there's a genuine feeling of of gloom really around this um, crisis which doesn't seem to be getting any better but you sound very positive oh i'm incredibly positive mike i'm full of fantastic ideas in fact if you go to my website lewis martin the real one then you can actually see some great advice there as well and it's full of hot tips for our listeners that we can really help them out oh absolutely i'm so enthusiastic about it in fact you might be able to hear it in my voice i'm very excited you do sound very excited lewis so let's get down to the nitty-gritty what do we do about mortgages absolutely nothing we can do i'm afraid We're doomed. Food prices? (laughs) We're fucked. Electricity costs? Again, quite fucked. Petrol? Oh, actually, on that front, we're fucked as well. Okay, so to summarise your genuine advice for us, Lewis. We're fucked. Thanks, Lewis. Recently, our mailbag at TBC has been inundated with people requesting help for personal problems. It could be money problems, they could be love life problems. So we thought it was time, like many broadcasters, to appoint a politician to help us with an agony aunt section. And who better to do that than Suella Braverman? Hello, Suella. Hello, Mike. I think you'll find I'm full of advice. OK, let's turn to our letters. Uh, we've got a letter here from a Nadine from Liverpool. And she says, I fell in love with a man who promised me the earth. Well, in fact, he promised me a peerage and he hasn't given it to me should i resign or not Nah, don't do that keep hold of the money right keep taking the gits money as long as you can and then when he comes around to it give him a quick kick in the nedges well she goes on to say that they had a love child and he's just promoted her to the house of lords keep it in the family makes sense to me i think she's onto a winner our next letter comes from westminster and the name's been redacted for obvious reasons i think it's quite a sensitive subject so this writer asks us i am the prime minister of great britain and northern ireland and recently a court has ruled that me sending people to Rwanda that I don't like the look of is completely illegal. Do you have any advice for him? Well, this happens to fall in my wheelhouse, should I say, you know what I mean? It is your area of expertise. It is indeed, but I'd just like to point out it's a wheelhouse of a regular sized boat and not a small boat. I would suggest that this young man, I mean, I'm suggesting it's a young man, obviously, I don't know, but... Possibly quite short. It could be. It could be. He does sound short. You can tell from the handwriting. You can tell from the handwriting. However, sounds perfectly legal to me. Doesn't sound like a problem. What he wants to do, go back to court, throw a shitload of public money at it, and eventually they'll bend, they'll break, and if not, cut them. It does sound like this Rwanda plan of name not mentioned is probably just a publicity stunt, really. Well, as long as it brings some money in somewhere, I'm pretty sure someone's on a back-end deal, you know what I mean? So let's move on to our last letter, and this is from Mrs Honeyman, local lady. Everybody knows her. 
better. I've just recently hit the menopause and I'm finding it very, very frustrating because uh, my sexual drive is very, very high, but uh, nobody in the town seems to notice me these days. Any advice for us, Willa? Well, yeah, it's not your fault, Mrs. Honeyman. It's all those bastards, right? Men, right gits. I'm looking at Mike right now and quite frankly, I wouldn't want to. So what you want to do, good looking girl like yourself, get out on a bit of a raz, go out hit a nightclub, meet some nice blokes, you know, give it a chance. Go to Chigley, find a bit of rough. Four. Fucking hell, that's what I do. Thanks, Suella. Hopefully you've enjoyed the agony art moment and we'll get Suella back next week. We are contractually obliged to have her back on the £800,000 a year contract and I'm sure she'll have some interesting input for us next week. But first, let's hear an advert because we now need to pay her bills. Next week on BBC iPlayer, Homes Under the Hammer, Celebrity Edition. I'm in the lovely city of Minsk in the country of Belarus with our special guest Alexander Lukashenko. Alexander, tell me, is this property for yourself or are you planning to rent it out? I will be renting it out to a very special friend. That's fantastic. Was it your idea to do the spike railings and the greased floor just above it? Yes, I think that it would be quick. Fantastic. And when is that guest coming? They are coming next week, but they won't be with us for very long. Thanks, Alexander. Now join us next week, everybody, when we'll We'll be seeing how Vladimir Putin's preparing a lovely two-bedroom flat in Moscow for Nigel Farage. Exclusive to the BBC iPlayer. The Ukraine war continues to grind on with many lives lost, a potential coup in Russia that seems to have gone absolutely nowhere by tea time on Saturday, and obviously the West providing numerous weapons to the Ukraine soldiers, the brave Ukraine soldiers fighting on behalf of their country against the orcs from Russia. We thought we'd go over to a local expert, Trevor Tanky, to get his view on what's happening at the moment on the front line in Ukraine. Trevor, what's happening? Well, lots of important things are happening, Mike, but the important thing is, is that people are getting shot. Yes, many of them, I suppose. Do you know the number on both sides at the moment? Many. There's many people getting shot on both sides. Many. And so the new tanks that the UK has provided, do you think they'll be effective against the Russian orcs? Very effective. Very effective because they're tanks. What's the ultimate aim of a tank? Um, if you look at the specifications of the XP-429 jamming frabbit tank, you'll see that it's very good. Very good at being a tank. What would be your advice to Zelensky on his next move? Shoot some people. So largely, your advice to the Ukrainian government is kill more people. Probably do the trick. I think you'll find, Mike, I think you'll find, and if we look in the history books, wars are usually won by the people who've shot more people. Yes, I suppose that's probably true. OK, well, we'll join you next week for another insightful update on the Ukraine war. Thank you, Trevor Tanky. And now this. With the recent near collapse of Thames Water, we thought we'd look into the Trumpton Water Board and find out what's going on with them, get an explanation, really, of how their company is structured and what they're doing about the water supply in Trumpton. So I'm very pleased to say that we've got the Chief Executive of the Trumpton Water Board, Laurie Peterson. Hello, Mike. It's nice to be here. It's nice to be anywhere. Explain to me how the Trumpton Water Board works. It's very simple. I go there on a Monday morning at 9 o'clock and then I stay for the day. OK, and what do you do during the day? I just people money. It's what I do. I take the money that people give us and I give it to them. To the shareholders, I assume? Yes. People who just say, it's my turn for some money. I give it to them. It's my job. You've borrowed £25 billion recently. And how much of that have you given away as dividends on shares? I don't know the exact figure, but I think it's roughly £25 billion. Okay. And in terms of investing in sewage treatment, in cleaning up the local canal and the pond, which are bloody filthy, to be honest with you, and providing 
fresh, clean water for the people of Trumpton. What do you do about that every week? I don't do anything. My job is just to give people money. That's what they tell me to do, Mike. Is there anybody at your company that's concerned about water supply and sewage treatment? No, it's just me with a lot of checks. Well, Laurie, thank you very much for coming in. I think you've clearly explained to us what the problem is. You really don't give a shit, do you? Due to a minor administration problem, Braverman Breaks are pleased to offer you newly available holidays in sunny Rwanda. Holidays include a one-way ticket, interrogation facilities and accommodation in the Ministry of Truth's newly refurbished cells. You'll like them. They've got toilets. Hurry, tickets are selling fast. Only 200 quid per person and that's reduced from 170k. It's a bargain. Braverman Breaks. What a mistake. Well, it wouldn't be a Trumpton Broadcasting Company podcast without the great Sir Clive Denby, our local Tory MP. As you'll know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I've tried numerous times to actually ban him from the studio. We've had court orders released, but he forces his way in every week. And I'm pleased to say he's joined us again. Hello, Sir Clive. Always good to see you. Well, Sir Clive, I'm glad you actually are here because you were recently reprimanded by the Privileges Committee for calling their report and their work, in fact, and all of the members a kangaroo court. No, I think you'll find I didn't. Uh, Yes, you did. Here's a clip of you saying it. Oh, it's just a kangaroo court, isn't it, Mike? It's awful. It's absolutely awful. It's like a bloody witch hunt. What do you have to say? Uh, no, I think you'll find that wasn't me. It absolutely was you. It was you on the show last week, Sir Clive. No, I have no recollection of this visit. Okay, well, you went on to call it a witch hunt. No, no, I didn't. Here's a clip, Sir Clive. They're absolutely right. It's a total witch hunt. It's a total witch hunt, which is ironic, really, because Boris is a man. Do you have anything to say? Um, that wasn't me. And finally, your wife has been recently accused of having an affair with Boris Johnson. No, no, she isn't. Um, I've got a clip. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, in fairness, who can blame her? He is a sex god. Well, Sir Clive, thanks very much for coming in, and I'm sure that you'll be resigning very soon, just like all the rest of the rebels. I'm now joined by Sir Keir Starmer, who's got some exclusive announcements for us about his new cabinet. Sir Keir, welcome to the show. Hello, Mike. It's quite exciting news. Yes, I understand you're making some new appointments to the Shadow Cabinet. Yes, there's been some questions by some people about my uh, level of popularity with the UK public. Who are these new people that you're bringing into the party? Fergal Sharkey. And also, I'd like to bring in Carol Vorderman. And what's her speciality? Oh, just being brilliant and being very, very vigilant about the Tory corrupt. Um, so who else are you bringing in? I'm also bringing in a young, dynamic politician who well, wants to be a politician, and I think he'd be very good. He speaks very well, and he's very popular. His name's Boris Johnson. Sakir, you've just gone the wrong way again. Oh, is this like the accident that happened at the train spotting club? I don't think you're allowed to mention that there is an injunction on... Uh discussing what happened there. Well, I didn't mean to bring the wrong thermos. No, but Marina Perkis will never forgive you. Yes, she said it about it a lot in her podcast. Sakir, thanks very much for coming in, for allowing us to make a, a blatant stab at trying to get other podcasters to link to us. And now this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.